0: Uh, Jennifer Lindsay is one of those people uh, from Gunderson to talk with us a little about the Safe Haven Law. First of all, Happy New Year, Jennifer. Thanks very much for calling and talking to us this morning. I appreciate it.
1: Yes, thank you for having me on.
0: And I am thrilled that hospitals in Wisconsin and Minnesota and Iowa, uh, and, and I'm guessing many more across the country, have their own versions of the Safe Haven Law. Explain to people who are listening who are thinking I've heard of that before but I don't remember exactly what it is.
1: Sure. So in the early 2000's the Safe Haven Law was passed um, in many, many states across the country um, to provide women um, the opportunity who have likely hidden their pregnancy and don't have any intention in parenting um, to be able to bring their baby to a safe place uh, after birth in Wisconsin that's up to 72 hours old um, and they indicate that they would like to to take part in the Safe Haven program, and that allows them to hand over their baby safely, uh, and they know their baby will be cared for, but it's without legal repercussion to them.
0: And then what kind of follow-up? I can only imagine that those young mothers don't feel like they need anything else. Here, take care of my baby, I love you baby, one last kiss, hand it to the nurse, turn around, walk away, and that would be the end of it. But that's yeah. not the end of it, is it?
1: No. So um, in, actually, in my experience, the 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 mother's stories, I don't know exactly because our, our mothers are um, anonymous. Sure. But typically, I don't think that it's a situation where someone just doesn't want to parent. I think it's more of a situation where the mother finds herself in a crisis that so this is uh, she's either not ready to parent, but in a very serious way, or um, this uh, something is going on in her life that's causing a great deal of uh, of um, difficulties for her to become a parent um, so so typically when they they're dropping them off, they're doing it in a very uh, responsible loving manner um, and, and then once they're here so mo- mothers can bring their babies to the emergency room they can also leave their babies uh, at the police the fire station. If they can't leave their house, they can call 911 um, and they can take the baby for the Safe Haven program. Uh, Mothers can also come in and deliver in the hospital and that's actually what we would prefer to make sure that mom and baby are both safe. So there's many different ways to take part in the Safe Haven program. Once the baby is born, um, all information that ties mom and baby together is, is severed so that 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 information is not in the baby's chart and what we do then is we care for the baby um, and we are in contact with our local county they work with our local adoption agencies and we find um, adoptive families who um, are are ready to parent and while the baby's still in the hospital those adoptive parents are able to come meet their baby and we are able to send them home together
0: is uh, any of the moms or families medical records Kept uh, uh, kept, but locked so that in case that baby grows up and has a medical issue, the researchers can go back and, and find out uh, how to best help that now adult young person?
1: All biological parents in in the Safe Haven um, program are able to provide that information. Uh, It is something that we would ask if a a mother brought her baby in. Um, We can take her information. We can take the medical information. um, And then that's kept all confidential. Uh, It would be part of their medical record. Um, But the parent information would not be put into the medical record. So while their health history might be there, there would be no connection to a parent name.
0: And uh that mother is not required to uh go to classes or see a counselor or anything. Just hand over the baby and uh and go away
1: yeah we we want to make the program um as um not as easy as we can, because yeah. really the the benefit of this program is keeping babies safe. And if we know if we put too many restrictions on these rules, it will it will um, hinder people from wanting to use right. it because that's really what scares people is this idea that now there's going to be uh, a repercussion because I'm not ready to parent.
0: Well, and with uh, the the recent uh, story of the Wisconsin teen who killed their baby. Uh, uh, rather than turn them over for a life. Uh, Clearly, there are still people out there who don't realize there is a a better way to go than to simply abandon your baby Mm -hmm. on the side of the road or kill that baby, any of that. uh, There's a better future for everybody. And we hope anybody that would like to know information about uh, Safe Haven Law, where do they most easily find it, Jen? Jen?
1: Sure. So um, in Wisconsin, the the law is actually called Safe Place for Newborns, and they do have a crisis number, and I have that number. It's 877-440-2229. Otherwise, um, people are always welcome to call Gunderson, and you can just ask to speak with one of the OB or pediatric social workers, and we would be happy to talk to you about the law.
0: Good deal. I appreciate you spending time with us this morning, Jennifer Lentz, Behavioral Health Uh, About the safe haven law and better ways, uh, better ways for you and uh, the baby that for whatever reason you don't want to have, uh, have to have a different life, a different direction. Don't kill your baby.